0: Okay, so needing to do a quick update to start the show as today's episode of Locked on Panthers is my uh, 53-man projection. And it's possible that you already listened to the show before I was able to do this update. But while I was out at the driving range trying to get my golf swing back in order before heading to Boston this weekend, the Carolina Panthers made a trade, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, for the Jacksonville Jaguars LaVisca Chenault, who is a wide receiver out of the University of Colorado, go Buffs. And according to Ian Rappaport, Carolina has been in the market for offensive weapons. Jacksonville was open to dealing LaVisca Chenault, and he calls it a perfect match for Chenault and the Carolina Panthers, and this has basically just warped my entire mind as I am trying to understand what exactly is going on, you're going to hear, and I'm I'm not going to go back and re-record the show and edit other things. If you watch on YouTube, I'm sure I'm going to have some jerk in the comments being like, you know, they traded for Louis Vizca Chanel, idiot. Why aren't you mentioning that? Well. I'm not gonna go back there and edit the video but podcast listeners you guys are my main audience anyways and I care about y'all way more than the visual YouTube audience even though if you are this both the same audience and I thank you for uh your listenership either way I don't know what Carolina is doing my thought was the Carolina Panthers were going to keep six wide receivers after the initial 53 man roster cutdown 4 p.m on Tuesday afternoon meaning that DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Shy Smith, Rashard Higgins, Andre Roberts, and Terrace Marshall would be on the roster. You're going to hear me mention on the episode how Joe Person from The Athletic reported, I guess in a way, wrote in his article on Monday morning his 53-man projection that the Panthers were likely going to cut Terrace Marshall. And that didn't make a ton of sense to me, considering the fact that, yeah, he was injured. They drafted him knowing he was injured. It was going to take some time. He's looked good when he's been healthy this preseason. He was considered the third wide receiver on the team back in June during mandatory minicamp. The only thing that's changed is his hamstring injury. And Matt Rule put Terrace Marshall certainly on notice, back after New England game with the issues as far as his health and that Terrace needed to be out there. And he was finally out there the very next practice that next week. And then the next day he was out. So the whole yo-yoing of being active and not active at practice and out of a red jersey into a black jersey, whatever jersey the offense wears, it's certainly got to be something that's frustrating to the coaching staff. And I imagine that Terrace Marshall is also frustrated. And I don't think Joe Person writes that without getting some sort of information that Terrace Marshall – could potentially be cut. If anything, the Carolina Panthers should trade him. And Denzel Mims is a name, and we know, speaking of what Ian Rappaport was saying, it was Rappaport out there, and I, th- and I think Joe Person, who had reported on Friday, that the Carolina Panthers have called about Denzel Mims, who played at Baylor, and he only has like 440 yards in two seasons in the NFL. Hasn't been really great. Don't know why the Panthers would get a player who's 25 opposed to players 22, like Terrace Marshall, and give up whatever leverage, not leverage, but whatever assets they need to give up. And I do wonder, having not seen the terms yet for LaVisca Chenault, The Panthers have already given up their third and sixth round pick to New England in next year's draft. They've given up a a compensatory, what, fifth round pick to get Baker Mayfield to Cleveland in 2024, and that's likely going to be a fourth round pick. So Scott Fitter talked about how they're not going to be in the business of losing all these picks and how those picks are valuable. It looks like they're going to hold, they're going to like Los Angeles Rams this. He's acting like Les Snead. The problem is Les Snead has Aaron Donald. Les has Jalen Ramsey. He has Cooper Cup. He has a Super Bowl winning team. He had a roster at the point where they were a playoff contender already, and what they've done is they've traded the picks for proven players. The Carolina Panthers aren't trading a pick for a proven player in Lavishka Snell. They're not doing that. They weren't. They traded picks away, I guess, absolutely for a proven, proven player in Stephon Gilmore, but how much did that really result on the field for Carolina last year? And then before that, giving up three picks for Sam Darnold, who proved to be a terrible starting quarterback in the National Football League. For me, I'm just kind of confused. When you look at that receiver, it is a position that I have talked about in the past. I question, outside of DJ Moore, who really you can rely on. But Shai stepped up, had a really good camp, and looked good with Baker out there as a quarterback. Rashard Higgins has a history with Baker. The hope is, finger crossed, that Robbie Anderson can bounce back and the Panthers can't really trade him because whether they release him or trade him, it's about a $10 million dead cap hit, and that doesn't make any sense for this team. And don't forget, they reworked his contract early on in the offseason. So they can't even really get rid of him after this upcoming season without taking a dead cap hit. And the Carolina Panthers... Have been a team that have certainly been in the business of taking on a bunch of dead money in the NFL. So I don't know. I looked at the position. There's certainly questions and hopes that these guys can be better. And I, in a way, can see maybe adding someone, but I also really don't understand why they would make this move with Chennault, who has been just okay. And Josh Norris, who we've had on the podcast before, works over at Underdog Fantasy, and he's a Panthers fan from Charlotte. Elon, guy like myself, tweeted out legit the worst wide receiver in the NFL last season, saying no one was good on the Jags but LaVisca Chennault finally had an opportunity to show he can play on the outside last season due to injuries. He can't. Slow, lethargic, go back and watch him versus man. So he's a bulldozer slot that lacks quickness in these manufactured touches. And I saw another tweet out there about the amount of touches that Chenault had as a runner as a runner last year, like, wouldn't you rather have DJ Moore in that situation? Like, you have Christian McCaffrey, is that necessary? I don't know. He has a history with Ben McAdoo, having been the quarterbacks coach down there a couple seasons ago with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So maybe he plays a role in all this. Again, I am uh, a little myth why the Carolina Panthers felt like this was a move that they needed to make. And Scott Bitter is someone I've praised and I think has done a really good job as far as building this roster, and Matt Rules seemed to have gotten out of the way. But uh, as far as my roster projections at wide receiver, this is going to change the math. Like They're keeping three quarterbacks. I don't think they can keep seven wide receivers unless the defensive side of the ball, where I have them keeping nine, they decide that Marqu- Marquan McCall, who I make in the team, but only briefly. You'll hear my reasoning later on. Unless they just think like, hey, no, let's, let's not do that. So, I don't know. Quick update as I got back home and figured that I should uh, say something so podcast listeners aren't like listening to the show being like, dude, did you miss what happened? Because I try to record this show early enough so we can get it out and then I can go about my business. But um, sometimes things like this happen. That's why I give you quick updates like LaVishka Chennault being a Carolina Panther. So, There's that, and the next thing you're going to hear is the open to, of course, this podcast, Locked on Panthers. You are Locked on Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's our motto here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch this show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you get your podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of Locked On Panthers. And be sure to follow me. Julian Council on Twitter at Julian Council because every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show. So either at me or DM me right now. Do not delay and get those questions in for this week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag on Locked On Panthers. And today's episode of Locked On Panthers is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less in their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. of promo code locked down, locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. All right, the Carolina Panthers have until Tuesday at 4 p.m. to get down from 80 players to 53 players on their initial, and that is very key initial 53-man roster for the 2022 season. I say that because some of the guys I'm going to project here on this podcast may make the roster on Tuesday, but does not mean that they'll be there on Wednesday, Thursday, or really by next Monday when the Carolina Panthers shouldn't have their 53 men who are going into the 2022 season with and in week one against the Cleveland Browns. So that's very important to understand. There's going to be names that are going to be named who we know are going to be on IR like Sam Darnold. So understand. It is not the final roster. It is the initial 53-man roster. This is a very fluid situation. And as we've seen, the NFL season, guys get hurt. Guys get elevated from the practice squad. They go on IR. That's how it works. So these are the 53 based off of the 80 men right here in Carolina who I think will be on the roster. And let's go ahead and start on the offensive side of the ball, starting out with quarterbacks. I believe the Carolina Panthers. I think I did my math right. We'll have three quarterbacks on the roster. Baker Mayfield, P.J. Walker, and Sam Darnold, why is Sam Darnold still on the roster? Because Sam Darnold will has to make their 53-man roster in order for the Carolina Panthers to put him on short-term IR so they can bring him back in four to six weeks. Matt Rule not willing to give any sort of a timeline, spoke to the media on Saturday, and was asked about Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network in his report that Darnold would be out four to six weeks without high ankle sprain. That's the expectation. So he will miss the Cleveland game. And at some point in time, maybe around week five or six or seven, they has 21 days to come back after they designate him from IR. Sam Darnold will be on the roster. I do expect P.J. Walker to be the backup quarterback next Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. After that, I have no idea. The Carolina Panthers are not going to only have two quarterbacks on their active. They'll have only, maybe only two on the active roster, but they're not going to only have two quarterbacks of the 69 players. 53 on an active roster and a 16 on a practice squad. They're going to add another quarterback. Will that be someone like Cam who you like to bring up or maybe Mason Rudolph who is a Rock Hill native and the Panthers could trade for? Don't necessarily think that should be the case. They will add somebody. They have to add somebody. I do not expect that person to stick around for the, lo- the longevity of the season and be here when Sam Darnold comes back later on. Running backs. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to take three running backs. So Christian McCaffrey, Dante Foreman, and Chuba Hubbard will be the three. If Christian McCaffrey gets injured at any point in time of the season, the Carolina Panthers will need to add a pass catching back. We saw on Friday Chuba Hubbard has bricks for hands. He needs to hit the jugs machine. I'm sure he has. It ain't working. Deontay Foreman is not going to be asked to be a pass-catching back, although he did have a really good touchdown catch when the ball was thrown behind him from Baker Mayfield on Friday night. That is not why the Carolina Panthers brought him in. They brought him in for short-yardage situations, and he will show up, at least in that situation, and not the play before. That's why he's on this roster. Fingers crossed Christian McCaffrey will stay healthy, but those are the three running backs I expect to make this roster. Now, wide receivers. I saw... Joe Person from The Athletic, I saw who he was projecting to make the roster at wide receiver. And there was one player who was not on the roster, and I don't think that's going to be the case, especially after listening to Matt Rule speak on Monday after practice. These are the six guys. Carolina Panthers, I think, are only going to take six. These are the six guys I expect to make the roster at wide receiver. DJ Moore, obviously. Robbie Anderson, obviously. Andre Roberts will be on there. The Panthers brought in the 34-year-old All-Pro to be a kick returner. I was wondering to myself whether Roberts might not make the roster because of a guy like Shy Smith. Probably a dumb conversation. The Panthers not bring him in. And he has, I think, history with Chris Tabor, the new special teams coordinator. They did not bring him in to cut him, so he will be on the roster. Terrace Marshall. Joe Person does not believe he'll be on the roster. He'll be on the roster. The second round pick of a year ago, there's the talks of Denzel Mims, who has not really produced in his two years in the NFL, and Terrace Marshall's been injured. He's got to stay healthy. The expect the hope is that that will be the case. They had him rated as a first-round pick a year ago, and they got him in the second round. doesn't make any sense to me after a year and in a banged-up training camp in preseason to move off of Terrace Marshall. So who will be on the roster as well? Rashard Higgins, Hollywood Higgins. He's earned his way on the roster, spent time in, ba- in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. He's looked really good. And then the final player, Shai Smith, who has had an outstanding training camp in preseason, right now should be wide receiver t- three, on this team, Shai Smith will be the sixth and final wide receiver. Brandon Zilstra, who's been a special teams ace the last couple years, not on the roster. Shai Smith should be one of the kick returners along with Chuba Hubbard this upcoming season and provides more in the pass-catching department than Brandon Zilstra has over the last couple seasons. The hope, though, I'm sure will be that Brandon Zilstra can be stowed away on the practice squad. Tight ends. Will they have any of impact on the roster this upcoming season? We will see. I do think the Carolina Panthers are going to keep four and one of those tight ends like Gio Ritchie will be one of those players who will play fullback and tight end. He certainly showed during the preseason that he can be relied upon to a certain extent as a pass catching tight end. One of the big questions that we've had about this offense and that position group in particular over the course of the preseason and training camp. So Gio Ritchie. Who will play fullback and tight end again this year. Ian Thomas has been injured. Haven't seen a ton of him. He'll be on the roster. The Carolina Panthers did not pay him all that money. They didn't turn around and they cut him. Tommy Trimble, uh, second round or third round pick out of Notre Dame out of a year from a year ago. He'll also be on the roster. And then Stephon Sullivan, from people I've talked to, and this is a lot of this stuff. I had a conversation with someone last week who's close to the team, and they gave me little nuggets on what they think is going to happen with the roster. From what I've been told, The Panthers really like Stephon Sullivan. Colin Thompson, someone who's been on the roster the last couple seasons, a former Baylor guy, he is likely going to end up on the practice squad. And from my understanding, Colin Thompson, if he was like, hey, we're going to stay on the practice squad, he's like, okay, great. Happy about that. So Stephon Sullivan should be the fourth tight end for the Carolina Panthers, which now brings us up to, let's see, 16 players. So 3 plus 3 is 6, plus 6 is 12, plus 4 is 16. All right, offensive line. They kept nine last year. I expect them to keep nine again, and if you've been listening to the show, you know exactly the nine I think they're going to take. And you know, I mean, it's basically going to go left to right on the offensive line as far as the starters. Ike Ikuanu will be on the roster, of course, drafted sixth overall. They're not going to cut him. Brady Christensen should also be the starting left guard, will be on the roster. Pat Elfline currently the starting center. Bradley Bozeman, though, did come back. Um, on Monday and talk to the media saying that he is ready to go week one. We'll see whether he gets to start. Or will be Elfline. who has been healthy over the last couple weeks. I expect it probably be the Elfline just based off of he's been available. Um, but Bradley Bozeman as well will be on the roster. So there's four. Uh, Austin Corbett at right guard. He'll also be on the roster. And, of course, Taylor Moten at right tackle. Then the backup swing tackle will be Cam Irving. Good to have depth like Cam Irving, who has been a starter in Cleveland, in Kansas City, and Dallas, and of course here in Carolina. Not very good, former first-rounder out of Florida State, but has experience. So he will be the swing tackle this upcoming season. Michael Jordan, a player the Panthers picked up off the waiver wire a year ago after being cut from Cincinnati. He will once again be back on the roster. And in the ninth and final spot will go to Cade Mays, a six-round pick out of Tennessee. It will not go to Deontay Brown, who still, according to people I've talked to, is struggling with his weight issues, and that is something – That is a concern for the organization, and the hope is he'll be a practice squad guy. And then Dennis Daly, the former fifth rounder out of South Carolina, his time as a Carolina Panther will come to an end. So the Panthers are going to take three quarterbacks, three running backs, six wide receivers, four tight ends, and nine offensive linemen. That brings us up to 25 players, 28 more to go on the initial 53-man roster for the Carolina Panthers. We'll get into that on the defensive side of the ball here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. The college football season is back, and so is the NFL, which means, y'all, it's time for fantasy sports. And I know y'all love fantasy sports, and my favorite place to go is prize picks. So how does prize picks work? You pick two to five players, and if they go with a score that's more or less than their prize picks projection – You can win up to 10 times your money of any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections that are available. Price Picks offers projections of all the sports that you watch and really all the sports out there. That includes the NFL, the NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis. You are get the point here. MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and even more all those sports entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and for canadian listeners, you can also get it up there in canada download the price pick app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. So don't forget to enter promo code LOCKED ON at sign-up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, we took a look at the offense. Now let's take a look at the defense. 25 players down, 28 more to add to this initial 53-man roster. And let's start off with the defensive line. The defensive line is one of those position groups, from what I've been told, that some of the guys who are going to make the roster will not be there on Thursday or Friday, maybe Monday, whenever the Carolina Panthers are able to see who is on the waiver wire because they want to add at least two more players, from what I've been told. To that position group, look at it. Brian Burns, you're confident about his ability to rush out the edge. But opposite of him, who's going to get the job done? Who is going to strike fear in the hearts of offensive coordinators and game planners and play callers in the NFL this year? I don't think anyone opposite of Brian Burns is going to do that. Yes, you're going to have the combination of Marquise Haynes and Frankie Louvre and some of these other players, but is that going to make that OC game plan for them or is all the attention going to be on Brian Burns' side? They have to find someone or a combination of players that can take away from that happening this upcoming season. So here is who I think the nine will be. Brian Burns, Matt Ioannidis, the free agent who came over from Washington, of course, played at Temple for Matt Rule and Phil Snow. Derek Brown, the former seventh overall pick in 2020 out of Auburn. Big things expect out of him this year. Had a really good game on Friday night before going out with that oblique injury, which again was precautionary. Had it been the regular season, he would have stayed in. Etor goes Matos also. In that 2020 draft out of the second round out of Penn State has an opportunity to be started this year after the release of Morgan Fox, who I don't think has even signed anywhere else. Austin, whoa, not Austin Corbin, what am I looking at? Marquise Haynes. <laughs> Got my uh, notes in front of me, kind of looked, uh, looked too high. Marquise Haynes, who had that scary knee injury, turned out to not be anything at all, it was day-to-day. He'll be on the roster again, and there are expectation for him to step up into that Pass rushing role again this season. Davion Nixon had a knee injury last year. He's back healthy. Let's see what we can get out of him from the interior this upcoming season. And Amari Barno as a speed rusher off the edge. Fifth rounder out of Virginia Tech. He will also make the initial 53-man roster. And now there's two more left. Those seven, no concern at all whether they'll be on the roster this upcoming season. These two, though, might make it on Tuesday by 4 p.m., but after that, Depending on who's on the waiver wire, they could be gone. Those two players are Bravion Roy, who was drafted out of Baylor, been a backup, nose tackle the last couple of years, run stuffer. Panthers haven't really been great against the run anyway, so I don't know how good of a job he's really done at that, and the whole unit anyways, hasn't done a great job. But Bravion Roy, I think, will be on the roster. Then the final pick, Marcon, Marquan McCall. McCall's played really good in the preseason. That's a dude, and I'm watching that game on Friday. He's blowing up some plays. He's gotten into the backfield, and he has earned his spot on the roster. The problem is they're going to probably find someone else to replace him with and put him on the practice squad, but he certainly has earned a spot on the 69 for the Carolina Panthers. He'll be on the initial 53, in my opinion, and after that, he'll get cut. waiver wire. Hopefully, they can bring him back, stash him on the practice squad. Daryl Johnson. Is a name who did not make it. The Panthers traded for him a year ago from Buffalo to be a special teams guy. Not nearly enough. Hasn't had much of an impact at all. And then Phil Hoskins, a seventh round pick out of Kentucky a year ago, he will not be on this roster. Frank Heron also not going to be on the roster. So that is the nine as far as the defensive line. Linebackers. I had a thought that maybe there would only be five of these guys, but after having a conversation, there are going to be more. Jack Thompson, of course, Frankie Luvu is going to step into a starting role, and then Damian Wilson will be the starting middle linebacker. After that, Corey Littleton, of course, Brandon Smith. Very easy. I thought that, that was going to be the only five. It's important to understand that some of these guys got to play special teams. Like, Brandon Smith's going to play special teams. I'm sure Littleton will play special teams. Luvu will likely, again, play special teams. Shaq ain't going to play special teams. Maybe Wilson does. I don't know. Not everyone's going to play special teams. It's going to be the younger guys. It's also going to be some of those fringe of the roster guys. Julian Stanford, great first name, by the way, will be on the roster. Once again, he will be there for special teams purposes. So that's six linebackers. That's nine defensive linemen. So 15 plus 25. We're up to 40. 13 more spots to go. And you know three of them are going to special teams. So that means... The Carolina Panthers, I believe, are going to take 10 players in the secondary this upcoming season. Only took nine a year ago. Going to have 10 this upcoming year. Starting off at corner, Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson. Those are your top three when all of them are healthy. When they're all healthy, J.C. Horn will move into the slot. Those are your top three guys. After that, Keith Taylor has been a little injured. But he's someone that this team likes as a depth piece. Had to step up and start a couple games at the end of last season when Dante was injured, J.C. was injured, and then Stephon Gilmore was also out. The final... And I'm actually, let me hold that. Let let's me let add some sort of... Uh, um, What's the word? Suspense to this. Let's go to safety now. Jeremy Chin, Xavier Woods, Sean Chandler. Now... Three more spots left. This one surprised me, and I thought he was going to make the roster, but I was told that Justin Burris, who started the last couple seasons, at free safety, unlikely to make the roster. Sean Chandler, one of those fringe guys, but this person told me that he thinks that Sean will make it, and Sean's probably the last guy to make it on this roster, at least at the safety position. Miles Hartsfield, who's played safety and played nickel, will once again be on the roster for the Carolina Panthers, so there's eight right there. Final two, both of them on the roster for special teams purposes. Sam Franklin and Stan Thomas-Oliver. Kalen Barnes, seventh-round pick coming in, is not going to make it over STO, who's been a special team stalwart during his first two seasons with the Carolina Panthers. So he makes a roster over Kalen Barnes. Those are your 10 in the secondary. Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson, Keith Taylor, Stan Thomas Oliver, Jeremy Chin, Xavier Woods, Sean Chandler, Miles Hertzfield, and Sam Franklin. Those should be, at least my opinion, I think will be the 10 in the secondary for the Carolina Panthers once they officially get the roster cut down on Tuesday at 4 p.m. So 50 players down, three more to go, and, well, this is probably pretty easy. You know he's going to be on the roster. But there is a situation with the kicker that I want to update you on, and we'll talk about that here in just a moment. Locked on Lockdown Panthers. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? What's the worst that can happen? You can end up driving below the speed limit, it's no big deal, right? Not wrong. The truth is, your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high, guys. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high. Get a DUI. Okay, so 25 on offense, 25 on defense. Going back again over the totals, three quarterbacks, three running backs, six wide receivers, four tight ends, nine offensive linemen, nine defensive linemen, six linebackers, and ten players in the secondary which leads us to special teams of course johnny hecker four-time all pro been a part of the nfl all decade team he's on the roster folks surprise 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 He signed like a four-year deal he's not going anywhere so he's on the roster as a panthers punter and jj jansen who a couple weeks ago solidified his spot by beating out thomas fletcher the six-round pick last season the panthers took him over um Trey Smith, that's what Panther fans said, even though Deontay Brown, who's not going to make the roster, is probably the guy that they really picked over Trey Smith in last season's draft. So those two guys get us to 52. Now, 53 is going to be for the kicker. And I'm not sure how they're going to go about it. As we know, Zane Gonzalez suffered a groin injury on Friday night, the second year in a row where he's injured himself when warming up, either on the sidelines or on the field. Had the had the um, quad injury a year ago down, um, down in Buffalo. I guess up in Buffalo, technically. Um, when it was very cold, slipped on a freezing field, that ended, that he got injured, and the only guy they had to kick off was Brandon Zilstra because Lachlan Edwards, who basically lost any opportunity to be the punter moving forward, is from like Australia, where I guess they don't know how to do place kicking and that kind of stuff. So it ended up being Brandon Zilstra that day. Zane Gonzalez gets injured Friday night. What's the field turf? What's the weather? I don't really know what happened. Just bad luck. And from everything that Matt Rule said to the media on Saturday when updating them on Sam Darnold, and Zane Gonzalez's injury, Sam, he's going to come back. Zane, it does not feel like he's going to come back. Talk about it's going to be long-term. So he will, at the very least, be placed on IR. The Panthers have not made any moves as of this recording at 4 o'clock on Monday afternoon. And they said they wouldn't make any moves on Monday. Everyone is out there for practice, giving guys off Tuesday. That's when they're going to make moves. With Zane, I just think the smartest thing for the Carolina Panthers to do is to keep him on, unless they find out from the specialist who is apparently seeing about his groin. Unless they find out then that he's definitely done, just keep him on the roster and take your time working out kickers, see what's out there on the waiver wire, who's available, and then come to a decision by Monday. There is really no reason to rush this. They play next Sunday. They have to practice the rest of the week. They need to get somebody in there, but it's not that pressing of a need at this point in time. And Joe Person from The Athletic reported that the Panthers conducted workouts on Monday with kickers Eddie Pinheiro and Brian Johnson, both of whom have a relationship with special teams coordinator Chris Tabor, who Matt Rule said on Saturday would be instrumental in the decision-making of who they select as a kicker. So expect it to likely be one of those guys. Maybe there's someone else out there who they think fits. I brought up on Friday night's show who, I, who I, that I thought that um, Nick Skiva – From Wake Forest could make a lot of sense, considering a local guy. I'm sure they've seen enough of him, and he made a ton of kicks at Wake. Does he have the biggest leg? Maybe not. But accuracy was what matters the most. And the Carolina Panthers are in a situation where I really thought special teams was going to improve. And overall, it should. But the kicker, that's where you score a lot of points, folks. And you get a bad kicker, you're talking about maybe a missed field goal, missed extra point. That's four points off the board. And four points in a league where every game, for the most part, comes down to one possession, is not something that you want to lose week in and week out. So it's vitally important. Now the Carolina Panthers were in this position last year with a conversation with Joey Sly, who was clearly going to get cut. They did cut him after that Friday night game against Pittsburgh in the dress rehearsal, but Ryan Santoso took the job. But There was a whole trade clause, though, where the Panthers would not owe the Giants anything if Santoso was not on the roster for week two. And we saw Santoso was on the roster week two, wasn't a very good kicker, and he's been several different places since then. And he's, of course, all been cut from those locations. He's just not a starting kicker in the NFL. They were able to find Zane Gonzalez with a practice squad in Detroit. And it's amazing to find him on in that scrap heap, heap where the... Lions are terrible. And if you can't make the roster for the Lions at 53, then, like, what's your deal? But Zane Gonzalez came in here. He solidified the position, was really good. Unfortunately, he got injured last season. Unfortunately, he's got injured so far this year. So, at this point in time, I don't know what they're going to do. It looks like Pinheiro or Brian Johnson are going to be the guys. Brian Johnson, yet another mediocre Virginia Tech kicker. Made all his kicks last year as far as field goals. Missed four extra points. That's the kind of stuff that drives me insane. Pinheiro, been okay. Big leg not that accurate it's just hard to find a consistent kicker and unfortunately the Carolina Panthers look like they're gonna be in that merry-go-round of just bad kickers once again this season and I hate that for a team that I've been bullish about all season long and felt good about the kicking situation we've seen we had John Casey for a while here even Graham Goodell was a good kicker and I know we like to do the revisionist history of oh the, 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 the the butker thing I mean, Bucker's been better off going to KC anyway. He has a Super Bowl ring. was never going to get one of those here during the last couple of seasons. Maybe we'll see what happens moving forward. Um, But Graham's going to beat him out. I think Graham was a pro bowler that season. And Graham's been a really good kicker. Made a ton of money in New York. He missed some kicks that were timely. And the reason why Panther fans are upset. But all in all, he was a good kicker. There just are not a ton of good kickers available. And we got Zane Gonzalez last year on an up year, because he's gone up and down in his career, and, uh, and he looked really good again throughout the preseason. So I wasn't guessing that Zane Gonzalez is going to have a bad year this season. I was, you know, a little skeptical, naturally I am, just seeing whether he could follow up, and I felt like he would. But it looks like we're going to get the opportunity to see if we'll do that. So the Carolina Panthers, again, brought in Eddie Pinheiro, Brian Johnson, both guys with history with special teams coordinator Chris Tabor, and we'll see how that goes. So that is the 53-man roster for your Carolina Panthers, the initial 53-man roster as I see it again, 4 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. That's in the Carolina Panthers will get from 80 to 53, and we'll find out what they do afterwards, the players that will end up on a practice squad, plenty of them that you've seen. I'm guessing guys like C.J. Saunders will be on the practice squad once again, and the hope is any of the guys like Tay Hayes, talk about whether he can make the roster. I've been told he's going to be a practice squad guy, so hopefully he can clear waivers and be on the practice squad for the Carolina Panthers. I'm sure the Panthers will look at other players um, throughout the preseason who they think can help them. And I'm thinking a quarterback is going to have to be one of those as well whenever they're able to get rid of Sam Darnold, at least when they put him on IR for the time being. So that's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, guys, make sure to watch the show Monday through Friday. Check us out over on YouTube, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday answer weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me at Julian Council to participate in this week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag on Locked On Panthers. In the meantime, Stay safe, be happy, be whole, and, you know, maybe say some encouraging words to the guys that get cut. And as always, keep pounding. I will talk to you all on Wednesday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.